gauntlet, mask, chest piece, crotch, ass. Welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, the show that... Doesn't give a shit anymore. I guess. It just punishes itself. I'm wearing... If you watch our video or if you're listening to the podcast, go watch our video when it's up. I'm wearing no makeup. I didn't even dry my hair. I'm wearing my favorite old soft t-shirt because this fucking movie doesn't deserve my effort. AJ, what... I need to clear my throat. Doesn't deserve your <coughs> voice, doesn't deserve, apparently. Yeah, I know. <coughs> we always do this after dinner. So I'm always all phlegmy. So, AJ, what movie are we talking about? Ah, bag of dicks. <laughs> I mean, there were dicks aplenty at the beginning. Dicks and asses. Dicks and asses. All right. <laughs> that's, so, that's, but what's what's the commercial now of this movie? Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin from the 1997. Final, the final in the Michael Goff franchise. Really, that's what you should think of it now, because he's the best, most consistent character throughout the movie. There's some really sweet, heartwarming things with Alfred, and I swear they put that in for people like me who absolutely hate the rest of this movie. So, obviously, this was a hate watch, not a guilty pleasure. Now, how I am a little bit on brand with my drink, I have this little bottle of vodka called Deep Eddy Lime, made in Austin, Texas little bit south of us we're in the dfw metroplex and i'm drinking this because mr freeze played by arnold schwarzenegger said there's only one absolute everything freezes and I'm like bitch vodka doesn't but i swear i swear if you remember the 90s i swear that was a shout out to absolute vodka i used to collect the ads because i liked photography and pictures and everything i swear that was a joke shout out to absolute vodka so i'm gonna have this little bit of vodka that's been in my freezer. Can you open this? Oh my god. I can't open it. This little bit of vodka that's been in my freezer and is clearly not frozen. And I normally don't drink vodka, so this is gonna get interesting. So, yeah. A it's, little bit about... I love that I can still hear the glug glug glug. That's the, that's the best part. Let me take a sip of this and see how it tastes. Oh. Ooh, this shit is tasty. Oh my god, this is delicious. I'm going to pour the rest of this bottle in here. Maybe not. I'm, clear liquid isn't that very you nice to You seem to me. have been enjoying these tiny bottles of drinks. They're good. My, my parents give me little bottles of liquor as little gifts when I go to visit them. I'll, I'll just start with that because clear liquor is pretty strong. I'm usually a whiskey girl. So we're talking about Batman and Robin starring George Clooney as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Chris O'Donnell as the very forgettable Robin. Alicia mm. Silverstone, who comes in later as Alfred's niece and she becomes mm. Batgirl. And let's see, Michael Goff is Alfred, and then I almost forgot the villains. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze, and he's actually not bad. He's probably my favorite character other than Alfred. And then Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. And I was, almost, I was this was one where I was embarrassed for her watching it. So why don't you why don't you talk about the beginning visuals of this train wreck shit show of a movie? Cod pieces and asses, or you know. <laughs> yeah, just, just so we get so we talked about last time the. The over zoom in shots of like the different pieces of the bat suit and them grabbing stuff, which was funny in in Batman Forever, and in this, they were like, we gotta do it even more aggressively, so we're gonna super zoom in on the cod pieces and go right up their ass, <laughs> like with a colonoscopy for Robin like and the, Batman. <laughs> yeah, same thing with this one. It's you know vivid cracks in the bat suit, not just kind of round on the ass, like vivid cracks. So it's like twenty zoom in. It's like gauntlet, mask, chest piece, crotch, ass, shins, everything, nipples, everything. 
And we were watching it, and I said, that was the biggest cod piece I've ever seen. Like, I... And I, I've seen a lot of ballet, and those cod pieces are huge. The, 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 <laughs> the internet didn't exist uh, massively like today, so I guess they didn't get the memo. People thought that nipples were stupid. It I, goes all I, the way down to George R. R. Martin, how many times someone makes a joke about, he's as useless as nipples on a breastplate. <laughs> In his books. I swear I hear it, like, once per book. So we haven't even talked, started talking about the movie yet. We so, talked about the Okay, so they go out into the city, and I don't even remember why. Yeah, I don't even... my note here says the fucking theatrics, but no payoff, so... Oh, we went straight into Mr. Freeze. Yeah, it was I straight in. Mr. Freeze is stealing this cartoonishly large diamond from... And he's from... just screaming puns. Oh my god, the puns! The... There's so many puns from and, everybody! And quite a few of them are, like, factually incorrect, like the, the absolute zero thing... And <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Like, no, it no. didn't. That's not what killed the dinosaurs. No, you're a scientist. I know. There were a couple like, of things. And Mr. Freeze ends up being one of my favorite characters. But, like, bro, you're a like, scientist. How do you, how do you not know these things? Do you, or does he just do it to be annoying? Like, that's part of I his think he probably super had, villainy? He was probably, like, thinking one night of puns and jokes he could say. And what if he said that and, like, no one laughed? And so that's why he has all those goons around him. So somebody will laugh at the puns. But And, the, okay, even the goons were, like, going up to the next level. If it's just Batman and Robin or it's he's talking to Commissioner Gordon or it's Bruce Wayne, it's a straight shot. With this one, I swear, it was an angle for almost every shot. And in the action shots... It was especially confusing. It was, it was just visually... Because you'd start here, and then they would jump to the other side, get down there. I think they did like, some of that because George Clooney's not an action guy, and they were too lazy to get really awesome stunt people. I guess. I mean, he's in a mask. You could have anybody you want. Yeah, Batman's actually pretty covered up. They could probably pull that off. It was a lot of flying and cartwheels and, and bad fighting. And t until they pulled out their fucking uh, click-on skates. Explain the skates. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have some more of the surprisingly delicious vodka. Um, there are moments of <laughs> laughing throughout this movie, but it drags so much it's that it's not so worth it. Dragged. Um, they, okay, this is very, like, original 60s TV show, but, like, I can't deal with it in this capacity. Just them getting knocked down on the ground and going, oh, we'll just fix this. Click their heels together and they have ice skates that shoot out of the bottom of their boots. Where do like, those skates reside? It's like, okay, remember in Jeepers Creepers when he had his truck and those huge spikes came down? You yeah, think, and where there was were no, the spikes? Where they came from nowhere. There was no place to house those spikes. I'll I believe guess they could, but that would mean like the heels on these are like, like a prince level. Oh, girl. <laughs> like, so this is a big cartoony action opening. So Mr. Freeze gets away with the diamond, and he gets Batman into a rocket, and he's going to take him up to 30,000 feet. Well, your heart will freeze. I like, mean, okay. all right, sure. You can't. Okay, that is considered. I've read, I've read Into Thin Air like 10 to 15 times. That is in the death zone. Because Mount Everest is about 28,000 change okay. feet, so your brain is dying, your body is dying, you will not survive very long without oxygen in the death zone. Fuck it, whatever. And you'll get so basically, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Robin, Freeze would have won. He's but, okay. he's the winner. So Robin grabs onto the outside of the rocket. Now, if Somehow. they're flying up that high and he hasn't passed out or fallen off and died, he gets inside the rocket. Saves Batman with a laser beam. That yeah, he has because in his he, had, he had made like ice handcuffs for him, 
And so, yes, the laser beams come into play a couple of times. So Mr. Freeze ejects into... Oh, he kind of flies off. He has these wings, which, bullshit, that looked like a heavy-ass Oh, ass yeah, suit. that was fucking weird, this where he just part. turned into a hang glider. Yeah, a hang glider 30,000 feet above? Bullshit. And then uh, Batman's a dick to Robin later about, well, you shouldn't do this, and you should. You still need to listen to me when we talk about this, like he did in the last movie. But, like, bitch, you would have died. Like, you were handcuffed. Yeah, but... You were stuck. Yeah, but here's the best part. And then he tries to murder Mr. Freeze in the air. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they make... Oh, fucking God, I hate this movie. Uh, they make, like, snowboards, basically, out of the doors of the rocket. And so they kind of eject themselves out hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. Think and they're air surfing Power down. Power Rangers. But not but the, not as good but as Power Rangers. No. Power, Power Rangers is awesome. <laughs> the movie, not the show. Yeah, the movie's fucking um, awesome. I have to subject you to the show. <laughs> you liked Pokemon. I love Pokemon. <laughs> it's so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, they in very bit bad CGI float on pieces of metal down through the air. They commit a uh, an act of murder, but I don't remember how he survives it. It doesn't fucking matter. And then chase scene, and Robin gets frozen. Or yeah. Some shit. So they all make it down to the ground safely. And Mr. Freeze shoots his ray gun with really bad CGI at Robin. And he says, you have 11 minutes to save him. Are you going to save him or are you going to stop me from getting this big stupid... Di- I, I He's can't. Spanish now. I can't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. <laughs> no one can. Just don't bother. Oh, you know, we could have Antonio Banderas as the next Batman villain. Oh, God. They're going to yes. dan- dance him to death? Yes, because he has pools. Anyway. So, Mr. Freeze gets away, and you think 11 minutes. Keep that in your mind, because that comes back later. And so, I guess the Lazarus Pit is right there. It's not the Lazarus Pit. I know it's not the Lazarus Pit. (laughs) It looks like it. It looks like the Lazarus Pit. He just picks him up out of the air. Picks him up like an ice sculpture. And the cape is stuck at a weird angle, too. And he just drops him in the water, like, okay, he's going to drown him. And Fuck. shoots a laser to melt him. To heat up the water. I feel like if you were frozen instantly, without you would die. Oh, you'd be dead. You and would then, die. So, and you would then, die immediately. And then once you warm up, like, the shock would kill you if all of that didn't. And he froze so many of his henchmen in this movie. There were a whole <laughs> lot of deaths that we didn't talk he about. He froze a shitload of people. So meanwhile... So Mr. Freeze has gotten in the way, and there's a reason why he steals diamonds all the time, so we'll get more of him. And then we get to... We get to... The Pamela, Riddler. Well, no. Well, the Riddler. Oh, Pamela Isley? Yeah. So... Same... Get, somewhere in same the jungle thing. in South America, in a really dingy lab, this nerdy woman who was played by Uma Thurman... It's still in Gotham. No, because remember they say that she and a, another guy escaped for... They flew from South America... And they shows the picture of her and Bane. Oh, it wasn't even worth noting. Okay, yeah, they fine. Were, they she were was in, in this wherever. lab, and she really cares about plants and the environment. Which so her great idea is to give them teeth, yes, basically. Yes, to, to crossbreed them with venomous snakes so they can fight back. So she means... created the happening. Now explain a little bit about the which... happening while I finish off this vodka. Wait, don't we have an episode on the happening? Mm-mm. Do we not? Mm-mm. How have we... Huh. We've talked about doing it, we just haven't done it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go back and watch that fucking movie to, okay. to take notes. So just explain explain the movie. Um, plants kill people and make them very bad actors. It's an M. Night Shyamalan That's movie, all. and it sucks. <laughs> it's one of them. 
I mean, honestly, at this point, humans kind of deserve it. So she's working on plants and like that's okay but in the back there's this evil lab going on evil evil lab going on where they're doing experiments on humans and there's this crazy scientist and they've got all these guys up in like there's a dude from north korea there's a guy from saudi arabia there's one of those white guys from squid game picture the thing from uh the new jurassic world the second one where people were just auctioning off dinosaurs same thing yeah and the squid game white people and Fun Easter egg for people who uh, enjoyed Smallville. Whoever played Lex's dad, he's this guy. Okay. He's the crazy scientist. Why don't you talk about how they make Bane? Um, steroids. That's it. <laughs> he's like, they take a so little I've created gun. a super soldier serum. Oh, what does that sound like? That sounds familiar. Bitch! <laughs> it, Marvel's gonna have to slap you in the dick. <laughs> Like, you don't steal our super soldier serum. We steal your comic book characters constantly and make them better. But you don't steal our super soldier serum. (laughs) So he's just like, through a combination of science and steroids, which is kind of what steroids came from anyway. Steroids come from science, so. And then we're like, we created this man that we filled with synthol to make his based biceps stupidly shaped. He was a little skinny guy, and they put this luchador mask on him. I, so we know who this is going to be. I guess so we don't have to see him, like, Maybe? behind the mask. I never quite got the point of the mask. Unless it was to keep the serum going in. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. So it's he, like... he creates Bane. Not Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, where he's kind of hot. Somewhere between Tom Hardy Bane and... Adorable Bane from Harley Quinn. I guess... No, he's not even close to either one of them because That's what I'm saying. He's not hot okay. like Tom Hardy and he's not sweet like Bane. Oh, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn Bane is between this guy and Tom Hardy. Okay. Like he's <laughs> that makes more sense. Dead in the middle. Um, that's the evolution of the Banes. And when we say Harley Quinn, we mean the animated show, which is amazing and sure. is on HBO Max. Yes. Please go watch. Anyway, so he is a Pokemon. Uh, he, he, he says his own name all he the only says shit like Bane and they're like let's go blow stuff up blow stuff up and he's like stuff up and fucking explosions <laughs> I will blow up this microphone <laughs> <laughs> razzy zazzy okay, um, now we're getting to the Harley Quinn stuff so he's a fucking idiot and he gets mad immediately because this guy's he's a fucking idiot who wants to buy him and he's like I'll fucking kill you and they're like okay well that worked out perfect yeah, and then meanwhile, some Me Too shit happens. The scientist goes into Pamela Isley's lab and is like, ah, oh, now you and I together can rule the world. She's like, you know, I'm not really into you. I don't, and he tries to kiss her, which, no, don't do that. Don't kiss people who don't want you to kiss them. And so then what does he say? <laughs> it's, it's actually strangely profound. <laughs> He's like, I'm not good at rejection, so you're going to have to die. Yep, and he just shoves her into this like, pit. I've never seen any character that was so self-aware. I know. And yet also totally committed to evil. You know, my father wasn't really around that much, so I'm going to blow up all of Gotham. So he <laughs> shoves her into a pit and, like, dumps all the chemistry vials and acids and That'll take care of and that. Stuff. And it's very, this movie is even lazy about how people become what they are mm-hmm. as a villain. They're just like, yeah, it didn't kill her. Yeah, so and he... Oh, and Mr. Freeze, uh, freezing... Didn't kill him. It gave him super power, sort of. Yeah, so something like, also happens to Mr. Freeze where he falls in a vat of stuff. And doesn't matter. turns into whatever. So 
that happens and then she comes out and she's all sexy and and she talks like this i this is where i'm embarrassed for uma thurman because well i'm going to give you the kiss of death it was just very weird. It was, yeah. I feel like the only direction she was given was like mock everything in the room and, and be like sexy from so, the 1940s in a creepy way. So she's the Riddler. She's but not good at it. And so she kisses this guy and he dies because she's my lips are poison. Like, like, please go be in Kill Bill so I can like you again. But she also was like, I have venom in me that poisons you. The, Two separate fucking things. Okay. And so many puns I have written here. It all went Red hair, green costume, had a weird thing with their boss. Same character. Yeah. Went to Wayne Tech and was like, here's how to fix some shit. And and Batman was like, no. Fuck you. (laughs) Basically. Okay. We can just skip a whole bunch of shit. I we don't talk, even give talk a fuck. about how that had the same thing happens with her. Yeah, I don't even give a fuck about half of this shit. So we're just gonna jump over to. He, she goes in with a, a, a signed affidavit or some well, shit. Here's, a plan. Here's, here's the setup. Hang on. There, they have a Gotham observatory because it's all CGI, so they can make Gotham just massive and it's all big statues. Like Thor. Yeah, basically. It look. Yeah, it, I hated that. I hated the movie Thor. So it just—it's so much CGI that it's—it's it's hard on the eyes. I—I I hate too much CGI. So anyway, they're at the observatory. There's this event. There's a telescope, and now this comes into play later. There are satellites strategically placed where the set the telescope can bounce images, so you can get images from anywhere in the galaxy or the universe or whatever, and you can see them through this telescope. So George Clooney is there, and he's not a bad Bruce Wayne because he is kind of the ne'er do well playboy. Bruce Wayne. He's basically he's just okay. he's he's George Clooney. And Elle McPherson is his long suffering girlfriend who's like, It's okay that he's not the marrying kind. I just like spending time with him. And the and the fuck that press bitch. That press tabloid bitch that was running the whole show and it was like her his girlfriend is right there. So when are you gonna tie the knot? She was basically Rita Skeeter. She looked like, like her, she acted like wh- her. I know this isn't gonna ruin things at home. Answer. Yeah. Alright, so talk Bitch. about talk about the um proposal. So Pamela Isley, she doesn't she's put on a wig and stuff, so she doesn't look like poison ivy. She so comes now to she's, him with a proposal. She's a librarian, I guess. Hey. She, <laughs> she Well, is that not what it looked like they were trying to make her look like? I never looked frumpy when I was a librarian. But that's what it looked like they were trying to make her look like. I guess so. Anyway. So she comes up with a full stack of papers. It's like, here's how you can erase all of your emissions for your entire company and save the planet. Yeah. And he was like, huh. Well, you know, I like oil. What about all the people who have jobs thanks to oil? Well, yeah, basically. And when he says something like, well, what about fuel to get around and coolant to keep our foods cold? You know how many people would starve? I'm like, oh, the Republican in you is strong, <laughs> like, Bruce Wayne. We always knew he was a Republican that loved, like, giving tax cuts to the rich and shit and beating up poor criminals trying to save enough money to give their child, like, medicine. But this was, like, full yeah. cards out on the table. I love oil. Get out of here, bitch. Yeah, because in, <laughs> in the last one... He kind of even he almost likes Edward Nigma's idea. He's like, you know, that's interesting, but I question the ethics about it. With this one, George Clooney's like, no, we need oil. Yeah, he's like, I really like oil. Yeah, so so she has motivation to get Bruce Wayne and get all the people of Gotham. So we it goes back and forth between Mister Freeze 
and poison ivy. Now, Mr. Freeze is always after these diamonds because it helps. He puts it in a suit to keep him alive. He's also, if you know the comic books, you know the story. His wife has a disease called McGregor syndrome, which is a made-up illness, and he has her cryogenically frozen, and he's working to find a cure. So he's right. a criminal, but he's got some personal motivation behind it. Which so is... I always kind of have a little soft spot for Mr. Freeze because he's got. It's like okay. Some it's of like... his scenes are really good when they just leave them as him yeah, being sad I, and I shit. Think he and Michael Goff as Alfred were the best characters in this movie. Best but... acting and and best. Story, but they ruin it with his constant, like, I'm gonna scream puns at you, murder people with ice. It was very cartoony. I did like what they did with his eyes, they were kind of so looking. His eyes looked cool, they're weird. Yeah, puns are like marshmallows in a cereal, like, you can't have just marshmallows, you need cereal so you can enjoy the marshmallows. It's like, oh my goodness, marshmallows. But if all you had was those wet, styrofoamy marshmallows. It would, wouldn't be good. Too many marshmallows. So, these puns are the marshmallows that are crowding up my Captain Crunch. Yeah. Now, now, what's enjoyable about Mr. Freeze's lair is that we get a little surprise visit <laughs> in just one short scene by Miss Vivica A. Fox, dressed in this adorable little outfit. She doesn't need to wear pants for some reason. She's just got a cute little outfit on. And she talks about, like, the cold. It's like, oh, my skin is dry. This is bad for my nails. But, you know, honey... Anything for you, basically. We, we can... We can make it work. And he's like, no, I'm married, basically. So he turns her away, and she walks away. And I'm like, damn, Mr. Freeze, you're letting Vivica A. Fox walk away? I mean, that's all right, because you get to watch her walking away. But damn, Mr. Freeze, you had Vivica A. Fox. (laughs) In the best part. She's so so pretty. So this is just funny. Melanie, she did not use this term incorrectly, but I, a man of the people, just have heard this used in a very different way. I called her a snow bunny because She's she looked. Like, wait, just look at just look cute little snow bunny. She looked cute. You think about women who are on the ski slopes and they have like a pink coat and and a bow in their hair, and that's why I've always heard the term snow bunny. It's like somebody who's in like cute winter wear and they're looking <laughs> adorable. So, and AJ kept saying that's not what snow bunny means. I'm like, yes, it I does. I was laughing when she said it, and I just like just gonna pull up. What snowbody means in my neck of the woods. And from Urban Dictionary. I knew it, like, by the look on his face. I knew it was yeah. going to be bad. Get my handy dandy. Nothing, nothing wrong with what asses. it is, but just, like, I knew it was from this So, because it's it's the exact opposite. She's the reverse of a snow bunny, in fact. Oh, God, um, no. A snow bunny is a white girl who is known to go for black guys. Okay, cool. Is that a term used in uh, adult video probably um so couple of examples let's use it in a sentence oh god hey i think i may go for savannah nah bro she's a snow bunny she won't go for your white ass (laughs) couple more things An, an alternate definition a cocaine addict usually female also refers to chicks who snowboard courtney love is a snow bunny (laughs) does she snowboard or is she into cocaine or both so, and then we finally get a girl that goes to the mountains to wear cute, to wear cute ski snowboard I clothes. Said that! But that's not the reason you go. It's a thing you do while you're there. That's what I That'd meant. That'd be weird if you just went just to do that. I mean, that's what I meant. But anyway, Vivica A. Fox and Uma Thurman. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, Let's use no. this one in a sentence, too. Guy one. <laughs> Dang, that snow bunny's that's been hanging in the lodge all week is hella cute. <laughs> 
tell us. For fuck's sake. Guy too. Yeah, but man, that girl can't ski for shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, meanwhile, Alfred is... Okay, I'm going to stop there. This yeah, is getting stop. impressive. I don't want to rehear any more of that. So, throughout the movie... They are funny, though. Just, kind of, do, just go I'm to Urban Dictionary. Later. So, throughout the movie, kind of the saving grace of this crap-tacular <sighs> movie is Alfred. Played by Michael Goff, who was in the Michael Keaton movies and in the Val Kilmer movies. This is his... Just call it the Michael Goff franchise, because he's in all four. This is his swan song, and... The thing that they don't do in this movie is show Bruce Wayne's parents being murdered, which is kind of refreshing because we get that all the time. Bruce is starting to notice that Alfred seems a little frailer. He's a little slowing down, and he has images of Alfred like picking him up when he falls down or reading him a book when he was going to sleep. So he's having these fond memories of Alfred. So I'm sitting there going like, oh, no. Alfred's going to kill him. And I thought, don't this... Terrible movie. It better not make me cry. I was like, I won't say anything because I'm pretty sure... In my memory, I remembered wrong. I don't know if I ever watched this all the way through, but I've seen pieces. And I thought it was like, okay, somehow we helped Mr. Freeze get an antidote, but we only got one. And I guess that I'm taking that from the Harley Quinn show, I guess. And I thought Alfred was like, no, give it to her. And that was his sacrifice, and then he died. That would have been awesome if they'd done that. Would that would have been the best ending. So, that didn't happen. We won't say what happens at the they ending. They see 3PO'd the shit. Yes! I was just thinking, and Michael Goff kind of reminds me of something. <laughs> because he's... Like, Master Bruce, what if I taught you about housekeeping? And all I can hear is, Master Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Alfred has these very sweet moments, and he kind of has these Dumbledore moments where he's like, Ah, oh, there is no defeat in death, Harry. Only love. It's like Michael Caine, but more whimsy. Yeah. So now, meanwhile, there are too many people in this movie. Alicia Silverstone shows up, and she's coming off the fame from Clueless, which came out in 95 or 96. Oh, don't roll your eyes. You like that movie. the only good movie she was ever in. Yeah, so Alicia Silverstone shows up. I don't like her. I don't like her weird face. (laughs) I don't like her weird acting with her weird face. I just don't. Is it the thing she does with her mouth? Kind of the Drew Barrymore thing? Give Alicia Silverstone a lot of hate, dude. So, anyway, <laughs> she shows up, and she looks to be about maybe 17 years old. She is Alfred's niece. Regular niece. Regular niece. Like, not, they specifically say. Not great niece or anything, but she is his sister's daughter. Maybe it explains it in the Alfred show. Oh, and that was disappointing. The Pennyworth we show? We only watched, like, half an maybe episode. Maybe we need to give that a try again. Um, so, And they don't do much with her at the beginning. She's just kind of there. She likes motorcycles. She gets caught a few times stealing motorcycles from the garage. And we kind of forget that she's there. Again, they, they have too many characters. So we get back to, to Poison Ivy. And, all right. So there's a big diamond necklace being auctioned at this, another gala in Gotham. And... It's a rainforest theme, and they have drums playing, and the only people of color in this movie are doing these kind of, as the, a colonialist white person would say, like very tribal-looking <laughs> dances in grass skirts and whatnot, and like only only brown people we see in this movie are doing this. And every other person who has a suit and tie or whatever is white. So. Is a white person. So they're, they're auctioning off this big diamond necklace, I think, to see some beautiful woman wear it or whatever. And so then this gorilla gets up and does this creepy, seductive dance. It's very weird. 
takes the 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 mask off, and Bane's one of them because he's just knocking people off the the platform. It's Poison Ivy, and she kind of seduces the whole crowd. She blows out her pheromones, and everybody's like, "Oh, she's so beautiful!" So she promised Mr. Sure Freeze to steal. So she steals the diamond for Mr. Freeze, and and wants to be partners in taking down. Doesn't he just Gotham. take it back? Like she gives it, she gives it to him. Yeah, I mean, she didn't like, really want it for herself. She just, she is, wants plants to take over Like, the he world. flat out threatens to kill her. I mean, she's like, oh. Yeah, and so. Kudos to you, man. So the pheromones work on everybody except Batman. So Robin is kind of forgettable, well, too. Well, that's not true. A li- well, At yeah, a little the bit. The first time they use it, they're like, this is where we get the Bat credit card. Oh, yeah. Where I know they're, they're it. they start bidding for, <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. They start bidding for uh, poison ivy and fucking Robin is like, yeah, I don't have the money, but you do, and I'll just take it from you. So thinking <laughs> bidding so each Batman, other with only Bruce Wayne's yeah, money. Batman bids a million. Now I was thinking Batman was like, I know she's up to something, so I'm gonna buy like a date with her and see no. what. Well, she's maybe because um, I thought that's what he was doing. This Batman apparently, well, I don't know if it's confirmed, but I've always heard that the idea was always that he was gay. So Elle McPherson was just kind of his beard. Yeah. Okay. She's the That's beard. Fine. He doesn't get fully transformed by the pheromones. There's something else where he, she doesn't affect him. There's a lot of things that point to he's gay. Yeah, there was something kind of cute, though, with Commissioner Gordon, because he falls for it, too. And he's like, oh, oh kid, I've heard so much about the back signal. I'll show you. And then and she flirts with him, and she says, oh, you're too old for me. And he says, no, I'm not. <laughs> Poor old Commissioner Gordon just standing there. <laughs> So, and meanwhile, Bane and Poison Ivy break into this place with these Day of the Dead looking juggalos, and they set up they the They were lair. terrifying! They were terrifying! With, with the blue teeth, and they're like, okay, they were the same guys from the last movie, but they like cut out immediately. I thought they were going to collect them as henchmen. I thought so too, and so, meanwhile, there's shit going on with Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy, and so we get back to Alicia Silverstone stealing a bike, and she goes to what is basically Bainton. <laughs> it is Bainton. <laughs> Again, if you, and they show like big luchador pictures on the, the walls and everything. So if you watch the Harley Quinn show, the villains take over parts of Gotham, and Bane has his neighborhood. It's like, it's really pronounced Bainton? So... <laughs> oh, and there's Bainton Droogs. Yes. <laughs> Talk about that. There's fucking Droogs. Like, okay, WB... Has thrown droogs into a bunch of different Explain shit. Explain what droogs are. Everybody knows what droogs are. Well, some people might You not. uncultured swine if you don't know what droogs are. Yeah. They're... You might have to break out the ultraviolence on you, Maltrix. <laughs> they're from A Clockwork Orange. They're they're assholes, okay? They <laughs> Alec, run around, Alex and his gang. They run around in white like button-up shirts and, and long pants and really... Like these black diapers, basically? Well, they're cod pieces. And derbies and canes. And they beat the shit out of old people. That's that's it. The ultraviolence. I don't really think they belong in a bike race. No. Like a motorcycle race. So she she and Robin, Robin kind of follows her and they discover each other. And she says she wants to get enough money to basically buy Alfred out of servitude. Which is weird. I don't really get it. I'm pretty... Like, it's not like he's getting... No money. He was probably the trustee of all of the Wayne's money. Probably. Up until, you know. Which I thought was very interesting, though, because then I started thinking about, like, people with live-in servants 
that's your life. That's you don't get to have. Do you yeah, have but a they probably have or... like they. I'm sure they have like you know a stipulation where they it's like eight hours a ten hours a day. I don't know. For See, I thought, if I ever days. had enough money to have a big house that required servants or housekeepers, I couldn't have a live-in servant because I feel like that would be that person doesn't have a life. What if they only come I, in I, ethically, afternoon? Ethically, I, I don't know. Okay, if it's like part of the day, that's okay. That's a day job. But if it's spending the night and maybe you get a a weekend to go see your kids. Alfred doesn't count because his full-time job was raising the next Batman, okay? All right. He was, damn it, he was that man's father. But I never thought about that until she brought it up and she said he's sick. And Chris O'Donnell's like, what? And and, um, he talks to Bruce and Bruce is like, yeah, I know something's going on. They also just cut away from them about to die. But who cares? At the end of the race, when they're just leaning oh, off a yeah, cliff. Oh, yeah, that was one of those things. They were leaning off a cliff. He had her by the foot, and then they're back at Wayne Manor. They never explain how <laughs> they survived. And they did the so, same thing when Batman catches uh, uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, he so. caught Mr. Freeze at one point. I kind of forgot about that. He caught, he, yeah, catches, he, just, he jumps into Mr. Freeze's vehicle and then just shows, like, like Mr. Freeze laying wow, on the ground. Punches him in the face, and then... Maybe. Got him trusted. So up. he's in Arkham. And Poison Ivy goes in to uh, rescue him. I don't remember how they got out. I don't give a shit. No, but then they have a scene with Batman and Robin and the cops in Mr. Freeze's lair. And they were talking about Poison Ivy. And Bruce goes, nice. No, Robin goes, she had nice stems. Yeah, nice buds, too. I'm like, boys, come on. Now, uh, Robin, throughout the whole thing... Also just inaccurate, just... Oh, be nice. <laughs> he's, um, he's jealous. He thinks he and Batman are fighting over Poison Ivy. Like, well, she loves me, and, and Batman's just like, no, she's tricking you. You're an idiot. Oh, Robin gets to get thrown in a vet. There's too much going on. I can't even read my own notes. There's it doesn't matter. There's too much going on okay, in this movie. Okay, I'll cut this short. You take over. Robin gets thrown in a vat. That was funny. Because I was like, oh shit, he got thrown in acid. <laughs> and they ate oh, it. Yeah. It was like a, a ice cream. It was in an ice cream vat. It was an yeah. ice cream vat. What if he made the next Joker? Like, what if he threw Robin okay. into acid? In one of, the, one of the animated movies that came from one of the shows, uh, one of the Robins does become the next Joker. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. It's pretty freaky. Anyway. So Poison Ivy comes in and they have a fight with her. And Alfred has made Alicia Silverstone a Batgirl suit. And, and they, they do, do the, the close-ups same. on her, on her crotch, on her chest, on her ass. It's creepy and weird. And, it's yeah. gross. So they fight like with Poison equality, Ivy. Like, equality, but also kind of creepy. All of it's creepy. Um, so Poison Ivy kind of tries to kill Mr. Freeze's wife. She unplugs the machine that she's hooked oh, into, yeah. and then she blames it on Batman. So Mr. Freeze has it out for Batman. So and they fight her and who gives a shit? Yeah, they so then the trick her thing... with a uh, a kiss with plastic lips and then Batgirl punches her in they the tit or something. Push her <laughs> into a flower and she's taken care of for a while. So Mr. Freeze. Had... That was very strange. That why was would, like why would one of her creations eat her? Yeah, like it's Frank. What? <laughs> Frank wouldn't do that. She did have Frank. She, she did showed have Frank. a Frank. <laughs> Explain Frank. A Frank is awesome. <laughs> We keep going back to the Harley Quinn TV show. That That's really what you should watch is the it, Harley yeah, Quinn Yeah, just watch that show. Um, Frank is uh, her live-in roommate in the show. He's a talking and, plant. And he's awesome. And he's sort of got a lisp a little bit. But anyway, she shows him in this movie. Anyway. It's, it's he like a Venus talk. flytrap with sharp teeth. Yeah. So anyway... So Mr. Freeze is very... He's broken out of Arkham. He's very, very angry because he thinks Batman 
killed his wife and so he's basically like if you if if i have to suffer you all have to suffer so his thing is he's going to go up to the the um gotham observatory and freeze all of gotham so there's big visuals big flips and everything there's these two scientists that are stuck there it's kind of funny (laughs) okay so this is why it's funny this is gonna be a little weird so bear with me but you know have you ever been sitting and wanting to see someone of a particular ethnicity or nationality or whatever just have an accent you wouldn't expect to come out of their face like okay I <laughs> like a man from Ireland who was adopted by Chinese parents or something. Yeah, or um, or an Irishman who grew up in Jamaica, and you wouldn't be able to tell which one he was speaking, uh, which accent he had. Anyway, so there's there's an Asian fellow is <laughs> one of these doctors, and he had a pretty thick New York accent. And, yeah, what was this guy over here? <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah. I don't know why it just made me laugh. Like. It's not what you expect. <laughs> like, I I don't know why it's stupid, it's childish, but it made me laugh. Yeah, so... Like, best part of the whole movie, he, honestly. He and the other scientists are screaming, and then Batman and Robin and Batgirl are trying to stop Mr. Freeze. And Batgirl's a computer wizard, so she kind of gets it to stop. So, so all of Gotham is frozen, which you would think, okay, the infrastructure is completely damaged... Everybody's dead, oh, yeah, you would think. Weird. But here's here's the thing. Remember the telescope with all the satellites? They figured out that if they could point it at the sun and get the sunlight to reflect onto the telescope, it would basically be like when you hold a magnifying glass over a bug, which I've never done, but that's to what the, people do. By the power of Star Trek talk. Yes. They just say a bunch of shit. That and includes technology. Remember the 11 minutes thing. So it was like, oh, we've got 11 minutes to save Gotham. So there's a ticking clock. Uh, the telescope itself breaks off, but Elise Silverstone knows how to reprogram it because she's like, oh, you men are so dumb. So Let me here, move over. Might as well have just not done that part. So they, they melt all of Gotham and everything's fine. Everything's fine. Now, okay. Other than the two cop cars that drove into a fucking building and exploded. Yeah, they're dead. Obviously. Obviously. So <laughs> everybody's fine. Now, I'm calling some big time bullshit on that because we live in North Texas and we lived through the snowpocalypse of February 2021. Thank you, Greg Abbott and Urquhart for making a bad situation even worse. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so we have a pool and it's kind of a jagged shape. So this was very interesting. The top of the pool froze. It took like... And it took like a week. For longer, for all of it to be gone. And you would see the sheet of ice get smaller and smaller, and it kept the shape of the pool, which was kind of interesting. But it took several days for all of that ice, just that ice on top of the one swimming pool, to melt. Yeah. Don't tell me all of giant-ass Gotham, basically New York City. What about all the parts in Shadow? Yeah. Like, every part in Shadow, they just had to wait till the next day? Yeah, even, okay... It, even when it snows and ice is here, you have those parts that are like on the curb or under a tree that stay icy for a while. So I'm calling big bullshit. That's the only thing. I'll accept everything else in this movie, but bullshit, you can melt Gotham in 11 minutes. They they bit off more than they can chew. So Mr. Freeze gets his redemption. Batman goes up to him and says, look, I didn't kill your wife. Here's a video of Poison Ivy saying that she did it. Turns out we were able to rescue your wife. We so they took TMZ'd her. her. 
Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they took his wife, they set her up in a lab, and they were like, you're going to go to prison, but we're taking your wife to the lab at Arkham. You can continue to work on the the um, cure for McGregor syndrome there. Basically, she'll be your sailmate. Basically. So he said, and then he just said, look, if you want to redeem yourself, he kind of manipulates him a little bit. It's just like, you've done so much destruction, can you please save a life? So he was basically asking for a cure for Alfred as well, because he had stage one. So he wasn't as severe as Mrs. Freeze. I wonder if So he get... gives Batman a vial of the serum, and Alfred's magically better. I wonder if you get McGregor syndrome by getting punched in the face by an Irishman. What? <laughs> it's McGregor syndrome. Oh my God, McGregor. <laughs> Just yeah, you wear some fabulous pinstripe suits after that. Hey, fucker! And then, bah. <laughs> oh, the bad boy of the UFC. So, Mr. Freeze is redeemed. And meanwhile, Poison Ivy is in prison, and he shows up. He's like, "I'm your new cellmate. I'll be back, hasta la vista, baby, or it was whatever." Very kind of creepy, actually. It yeah, was, he shows was, up out of the darkness. Like, I'm like, going to make your life a living hell. It was like when Vader. At the end of Rogue oh, One. Oh, shit. Had, yes. And the light just lifts him up. Right. Yeah. It was no, like it wasn't that. that scary. But it wasn't that cool. But yeah, it was kind of like that. We're out of the darkness. These lights come up. He's got his suit back on so he can live. So, God damn it. Oh, I hate this movie. So then at the end, there's a Smashing Pumpkins song that plays. Which, oh. I graduated from high school in 1997. And we had a Smashing Pumpkins song for our class song. We picked today because our thing was like, graduation's the best day of our lives. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. Teachers weren't too happy about that. Hmm. So, oh, those are oh. my things on this. Fun, fun uh, randomness. Jesse Ventura was in this. He was one of the guards at Arkham and Poison Ivy kissed him and murdered him. Yeah, like, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, so do you have any other notes? Oh, and Bane. So I kind of forgot Bane was in this. See, there are too many characters. So they pull out the things that have his serum, and he shrinks down to a little skinny guy, and he can't do anything. So They didn't... Okay, for some reason in my brain, they shoved him over the side of the cliff. No, he's still alive. He just... Nobody died in this one. It, there is not, not even Mrs. Freeze. No one has done Bane right. Like, the oh, Christian yes, Bale... Oh, yes, they have. Christian Bale movies <laughs> got close, but it still isn't quite right. Um, Harley Quinn. Okay, yeah. the dumbest that did Bane right. The dumbest thing uh, about Poison Ivy's plan, I didn't really bother with mentioning, is that she's teaming up with Mister Freeze, and like plants die in the cold. So. Yeah, their thing was gonna be we're gonna be take we're gonna take over the world. I will freeze everything. And we're the I only humans left. Everywhere. Yeah, like we, but plant what? the Ice Age killed plants too. I mean, they came back. So that was never, like, the team-up with the Riddler and Two-Face kind of made sense. With Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze, they were both after destruction, but very different versions of destruction of the Earth. Yeah, and Batgirl is still Barbara. That was a thing. I don't know why they changed it. Maybe they because didn't Because want... in the comic book, she's Barbara Gordon. Gordon yeah. She's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. These are just random nitpicks. They don't really matter. Yeah, right. so, okay, and even with Alfred, I really thought, I thought, this dumb movie should have should have killed cry. him. No, he just, they give him the serum, and then magically the next day he comes down, oh, Master Bruce, you haven't been doing your housekeeping. And he died time. six months later from a brain aneurysm, because he's 85 or whatever. So. He's old. He was very sweet in this movie, and I, I really liked Michael Goff's performance of Alfred. I actually, I, Arnold Schwarzenegger was fine. I mean, who else are you going to get from Mr. Freeze? Somebody that was who serious. Else? He's not supposed to be like a physically imposing, like, big powerhouse. 
but you still had to get somebody that could wear that fucking suit. So for the times, I think Arnold. I was think fine. it was fine. Yeah. Okay. He was things, fine. Things that were okay about this movie. He was Mike... written bad, but yeah. Or I mean, the pun thing was annoying. That kind of... When he was being serious, yeah, he was actually written he, okay. he was good. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was an okay choice for Mr. Freeze. George Clooney was okay as Bruce Wayne. He was terrible as Batman. Oh, the worst. He was By the, far. He was the worst Batman. But easily. Easily. Even worse than Ben Affleck. We went from the, the best comedy version of a Batman film to the worst Batman film back to back. Doesn't matter, but I think I like Batman Forever better than um, Batman Returns. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about that. That's part of my childhood. He has Kiss from a Rose at the end, man. Yeah, he could, I could just pull up that song and listen to it, though. Yeah. I don't need the whole movie. Danny DeVito! <laughs> if we got Frank! Yeah. We could just watch It's Always Fill Sunny. Fill me up with cream. <laughs> 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 Throw me in the trash. Okay, here's what you should do. We come to recommendations. My recommendation, and while it's on my mind, go to YouTube and just look for, like, a mashup of Frank Reynolds and the Penguin... All of them. And I'll show clips of the penguin with lines from Frank and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So, in other things, uh, The Terminator, really classic Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's scary as hell. It's it's one of the, it's still one of the most terrifying movies I've ever seen. Um, Kill Bill, where Uma Thurman's actually good, and they give Vivica A. Fox some more airtime. And also the animated Harley Quinn show. Yeah, two seasons so far on HBO. It is hysterically funny. It's very smart. It has a lot of. If you know the comic books, I think you'll appreciate all the, the little side characters that I didn't really know that AJ knows because you were more into the comic books. Oh than yeah. Was, so. I mean, well, all the weird ones you wouldn't expect to, that turn out to be real characters like kite man like kite man's kite man. a real fucking character in the comics kite man is embarrassed <laughs> okay so do you have any recommendations um harley quinn i don't know man because i don't give a shit about anybody else in this movie enough to like try to think of someone oh, if you would like watching these people uh if watch you won't watch michael go go or whatever golf in something go Look him up, I guess. Um, I'm he's sure he did Shakespeare partner. or something at some point. Uh, Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. That was always a classic. Fine. Go back to our Batman Forever episode and listen to our Q&A. Batman Forever! During, Watch yeah. that one. That's the recommendation. So you can listen to our... Yes, that movie that is hilarious! It is hilarious. Front to back, side to side. Jim Carrey, gold. Just, just love Jim Carrey in this movie. The whole time, no, just crackhead energy... It's amazing. Yeah. So join our cult, Be My Victim, in a couple of different ways. Twitch, Discord. Uh, what's the other thing that we do? YouTube, <laughs> Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at Melanie Gibson Author. Don't watch Batman and Robin. It's a drag. Just go watch Batman forever. Batman and Robin sucks.